0: Everybody's got an opinion
1: Every Californian and Virginian It's so hard to tell who to trust and who to Well, hello there, and welcome to Review That Review, the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing...
0: Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes
1: suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn.
0: And that is Trey Gerald.
1: And when we come together we form the review queens and a very special cheerio cheerio to all of our members over on patreon who get exclusive access to tons of bonuses including more reviews on our after show companion podcast For more, head on over to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon. If you want to support in an additional way, then visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. (gasps) Chelsea. Yes. Today is a very special day here at Review That Review. Listeners, Chelsea and I have a very important announcement, but we are going to save it for the end of today's episode. So take this moment, do a little inhale, a little exhale get super hyped because we have a fantastic announcement that will That's be right. at the end of today's episode. Very true. Drop that nugget and move on. Chelsea, <laughs> how are you today?
0: I'm good. I got a facial. I haven't got a facial in probably three years. The last time I remember going to her was pre-COVID. Wow. I know. I recall her as being very mean, <laughs> but I also like liked her because I feel like you want your you want your facialist
1: to be a little bit mean.
0: But I think COVID has softened her. She was she was actually very nice to me today. So I enjoyed that very much.
1: Like mean how? Like they point out your flaws um, or something in your skin?
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's a tale as old as time, uh, with the podcast here, but we know that I'm not great at the hydrating thing, which obviously affects the skin. So I usually get a lecture about my level of dehydration which you know is is warranted and then just like generally speaking i've tried to be a little bit better but i'm not the best at like having the skincare ritual mm. and i've been blessed my whole life with very good skin and i think the facialist can see that and they're like take care of it you want to keep that good skin so It's more of like out of love. It's not like just mean for being mean, you know?
1: Yeah. Are they then following that up with like, buy some of my products? And
0: she doesn't. And I like really appreciate that. Yeah. Good. No, she doesn't do that. So that's nice. Well, good. So it was good. It was very pleasant. It was relaxing. It was a good self-care moment. So I'm feeling great. How are you doing, Trey?
1: Well, I'm doing well. You know, it's been a great week here. I'm happy that we are chugging along, moving closer. Here we are in yes. April, which is so nice. Summer is right around the corner. Like it's so I weird can't even how believe fast that. This it's happens. bizarre. I know. But life is good. I do like I really feel like I'm in flow and life is is happy and no big major events, really. Just like happiness. That's good.
0: Was it recently was it like the adoption anniversary of Hunter because I noticed that you and David both did a post or was that just like a Hunter appreciation post?
1: That was just Hunter being cute with his tongue sticking out, which is like how he sleeps.
0: It was very cute. Mm. Amazing. Well, I'm so glad that we're both feeling so positive because, you know, with every positive, there's a negative. Mm. And with that in mind, <laughs> Trey, would you like
1: to... a complaint. Well, of course I would. Yes, I figured. I today really need to talk about something that I feel like began in my life as a tiny child. Okay. And then I have experienced it multiple times throughout my life and it happened the other day and i thought now this is just one of life's terrible moments and i'm of course talking about when you run out of milk when you're eating cereal
0: oh god awful
1: it really is terrible especially when it's already in the bowl yes you're like going back for a little bit more oh no and you don't have enough or you know that there's not going to be enough but you, but you really want, want the cereal, cereal. So you try to make it happen. Like I have actually like tried to thin it out by water, adding water. Yeah. Oh my God. But like, I'm not a kid that. I eat mean, if it's like
0: a whole milk or something, then yeah. But like usually it's a skim milk or a 1% or an almond milk and that's just not going to really do. Yeah, well. It really doesn't
1: do well. The, another like tangent out of this is that we drink almond milk. Yeah. And almond milk, warm temperature at room temperature versus cold tastes very different in the agree,
0: mouth. Agree, agree. I feel like it's much more almondy when it's cold.
1: Well, I like everything cold. Obviously, I'm the right. ice king. But like, sure. I will when I get to halfway in my little carton, I'll put a brand new one in because yeah. I know I like to have a large bowl of cereal. It's not the recommended portion. And I know that I'm always going to go back for more. But it really is frustrating, especially if you are adding more and you've run out because it isn't like you could just eat Cheerios dry like you'll sure. do with little kids. Like I have like a an earthy nutty mixture like adult Kashi cereal, cereal. <laughs> right? It's not like little like sugary things. You can just eat sure. on their own. like they're like grain.
0: Yeah, it's not the same.
1: It's really upsetting. It really throws off the plans. It a is grain. sort of like. You've wasted the cereal now at this point because there's not enough milk and like you can't really consume it without the milk.
0: Yeah, I feel you. That's so frustrating. I hate that for you. Just while we're on the topic of you liking cold things, can we get an ice update? How's the ice maker?
1: Oh, it's great. It's okay, been fixed. Thank and goodness. Yeah, oh everything goodness. is good. I
0: was like having agita for you. So I'm glad that that's been resolved.
1: Yeah. And I bought an extra one. So oh, it's good. like I have the backup. So you I'll never the backup really filter that.
0: That. that's never going to happen again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Amazing. Well, the cereal and lack of milk has been added to the ledger. Definitely relatable. Mm. Feel you.
1: There's another thing. Similarly, it's like hot dog wieners are sold hot dog wieners, like, like in an eight pack. Funny. Are they're they're sold in a oh, ten pack, but but then the buns, buns are sold in an eight pack.
0: You've seen Father of the Bride, obviously, when Steve Martin's character goes to jail because he is like, I only, I don't want to pay for one thing that I don't need. Some jerk at the hot dog company got together with some jerk at the hot dog bun company.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean it's real. That's a real thing. It's
0: true. It's true. They're trying to get one one over.
1: I hate it. All right. Well, that's Love my it. complaint. Yes, heard. What about you?
0: You know, I love these complaints when I'm like, I blame myself, but I hate that I have this compulsion to reread texts and emails that like are maybe like more important emails or an important text or even like a text where I'm giving a friend good advice. And then I'm like, I'm all of a sudden obsessively rereading the text over and over again. And I'm like, I have other things to do with my day. I need to stop doing this. Is this something you ever do? Are you an obsessive rereader?
1: I'm definitely an obsessive person, and I've definitely been in this situation. It's usually for negative reasons.
0: Sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it's like I sent a complaint or something to my boss or whatever it is, and then I'm like, oh, I want to reread that a million times to make sure that there's no way that it could be interpreted as me having like any kind of a tone other than like I'm a team player, but. XYZ isn't going to work or something like that, you know, and then I'm just like reading it over and over and over as if that's like, gonna help or do anything like it's out in the ether, it's not getting changed. We know that I love the new edit feature on the text message. And I do that more like I can be obsessive about, you know, punctuation and grammar and misspellings and stuff like that. So I love it for that reason. But like, sometimes I'm just like rereading it, like a really long email or a really long text. And I just find I've been like rereading it over and over again. It's almost like I kind of broke the habit as an actor a little bit. I mean, still get there sometimes of like rewatching my self-tapes a million times in a row, you know? Mm -hmm. Before I send them in, like I've gotten better about that. But with the reading thing, it can really suck me in and I just hate it.
1: Especially if it's something that I feel like I really made stellar points in or like- if I really stood up for myself about something. Exactly. Or I'm like completely undefeatable in my point of view. Sure. I will yes. obsessively go over it. I would say that I feel like I do this a lot with David, uh-huh. where I will like read or I will share or I will incessantly talk about and he has to just like listen. Cut. oh well he I just feel listens. like it's very a nice partner.
0: I know. Well that maybe if I had a partner I would be I would be bugging them. But because I don't, I'm like doing it just to myself and Goldie. And that's just not helping anyone. Do you get
1: a sense of like pleasure out of it or is it just mad the whole time?
0: Sometimes that's what I mean. Like it it varies. Like sometimes it's like I'm anxious. So I'm rereading it because I'm like, I don't want to misinterpret Mm -hmm. it. And sometimes it's like, oh, good on me. I really worded that right. Or Like you said, like, I really made that argument so tight that like, there's no refuting it. And I just want to read it to see how great I sound. But I, I think that both are stemming from some sort of insecurity or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'd yeah, like to be that. able to stop that because I've lately been trying to like audit my life of my time and how I'm spending my time and how we constantly get in these loops of I don't have enough time. And then suddenly I start to realize I have all these habits on a daily, regular basis that are taking up a lot of time or, you know, you get your screen reports on your phone and it's like you spent five hours on the phone and you're like, holy crap, you know, if right. I had that five hours back imagine uh what i could have done so anyway long-winded but that's that's the complaint
1: i hear it i definitely hear that i feel like it is um a symptom of our personalities about like being very concerned i imagine that people that just don't care aren't obsessing over the details as much as we do that's like, that's what I suspect.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Well, that's it. The complaints have been lodged. They've been added to the ledger. I, I honestly do feel a little bit better just voicing that out loud because I feel like it. for me, at least, it's like a very like shameful thing that I do on my own. So somehow getting that out into the open feels good. So thanks for being my, my sounding board on that tray. And well, we... I'm not sure,
1: though. I think I'm going to obsess over this. <laughs> for weeks please don't I'm just gonna listen to this over and over and over please don't
0: you might so anyway now that we've gotten yeah. everything off our chest should we give someone else a chance to complain
1: oh i think without a doubt yeah uh-huh chelsea are you ready to go
0: head to head? yes i am
1: or should we go
0: outer space
1: to outer space should we go space to space should we go Let's go into the outer limits. Tentacle to tentacle. (laughs) Oh. I think it's time for us to go ahead and... Assess that
0: kvetch. I think it's time. I do.
1: And Queens, obviously, today is yet another Versus episode. Woo! And today... Oh my God, Trey, stop. These are my spaceship glasses.
0: Trey's wearing like chandelier sunglasses. They're so fun.
1: This music is really loud. I love it. These glasses are a little like Lady Gaga, but... They I feel—I
0: was going to say that. They feel very
1: Gaga to me. But I wanted them to be like How alien. do you see?
0: But Gaga feels sort of alien, so that feels appropriate.
1: I think I might put them up here. I'll put them over my third eye. Mm, yeah. Okay, so as the music is indicating, <laughs> today Chelsea and I are going to cover both a one-star and a five-star review on the same topic. Today's topic is the International UFO Museum and Research Center in Roswell, New Mexico. Don't get abducted.
0: That's right. For this versus episode, Trey has selected the five star and I have selected the one star. So to determine who reads first, we got to flip that quarter.
1: You guess. heads. It's heads. Woo! Okay. All right. So that just means that we're going to go with Chelsea's review first. So we're going to hear from our one star first. Okay. So let me give you a little background okay. on the UFO Museum that is located in Roswell, Now, okay, I don't know a lot about, like, alien stuff. Like, it's not my genre. Do you know a lot about UFOs and stuff? You know, I'm
0: very afraid of aliens. I think I told on the Patreon my story of the alien ride at Disneyland.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: So I'm not a fan. I know that much.
1: Yeah, alien stuff isn't my jam. It doesn't scare me. Like, I I would much rather...
0: I do see people, and I, I think that people are either humans, aliens, or dinosaurs,
1: you think people are dinosaurs?
0: Don't you ever meet someone and you're like, you look like a dinosaur. Like, I believe that you at one point were a dinosaur. And like, <laughs> like I look at alien, uh, I, alien Musk. I look at, um, Elon, Elon Musk and immediately I'm like alien, 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 a hundred percent alien. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I don't think I have any of these thoughts. I get but human vibes I love from that you. you do.
0: I'm trying to think of an example of someone that I see them and I'm like dinosaur, but it definitely happens. Okay. Anyway. Sure. Yeah.
1: Well, we're going <laughs> to dig deep into this Roswell incident, which Please. I had to learn about today. But at the time of this recording, the UFO Museum has 1,929 Google reviews. Their average score is 4.3. 2,721 trip advisor reviews with the average score of 4.0. And then there are 392 Yelp reviews, and that average score is 3.5. Those Yelpers. So the International UFO Museum and Research Center is located in Roswell, New Mexico, and is focused largely on the 1947 Roswell crash. And literally, (laughs) and obviously they also cover later supposed UFO incidents in the United States and elsewhere. It was founded in 1991, Keep in mind this is around the time of the TV show, The X Files, which made mm. which made aliens very pop culture y. Yes. And they actually established as a nonprofit educational organization, which is pretty interesting. And they operate still to this day inside of a former movie theater from the 1930s. So it like looks very retro and like interesting and they still have the marquee set up. And it's like, even that is a little like off and weird. Mm. And they function as the centerpiece for the annual UFO Fest. The UFO Fest, that sounds fun. That's like a Comic-Con, I guess, for... You for have aliens. Aliens. Okay. okay, so then this is the backstory that like I had to learn about because I didn't really know. So the catalyst for this museum is the 1947 Roswell UFO incident in which a rancher named W.W. W. Mack, his nickname was Mac <laughs> Brazel, discovered metal debris outside of Roswell near a giant trench that spanned mm. hundreds of feet. Hmm, how did that get there? The International UFO Museum and Research Center shares theories about the Roswell incident and other extraterrestrial life. (laughs) So we're going to be getting into some ooky spooky, scary terror stuff. So with all of that background info, why don't we board our spaceships?
0: And find some unidentified flying objects. Review that review. All right, I have, I think as Trey mentioned, the one dot review, because my review is from TripAdvisor. This one dot review is written by Kristen R. The subject is tragic waste of time. Oh my God. And here we go. Prior to visiting, family had warned us that the museum was pretty bad. We were prepared for pretty bad and we're expecting cheesy, funny, and possibly interesting? Hmm. I'm open to being convinced that Roswell happened. (laughs) I'm not a believer or a denier, and I thought this museum might provide some compelling evidence for their case. Mm -hmm. They provide nothing. In fact, I think I believe less than I did before. Going based off of the ineptitude uh, of the museum. Damn, this museum was on par with an elementary school student science fair project. Uh, Newspaper articles are placed throughout. No summaries, no highlights, etc. Are we expected to read dozens upon dozens of articles? No maps are provided. Where did this happen? Where were witnesses at the time of the crash? Where was this in relation to Roswell? What was the trajectory of the UFO based on the crash scene evidence? Hmm. Most recollections of the event, including affidavits, were third-hand accounts Captions of the displays are difficult to read in all caps, bold font, and with rather poor grammar, punctuation, etc. There is a film viewing area, but unfortunately, most films playing are Hollywood or Hollywood type movies, not documentaries or informational. How about Brief interviews from witnesses. How about a Discovery Channel style into flick? Who is really going to sit in there for one to two hours to watch a full movie? (laughs) Verdict? Skip it. Not worth the hour plus drive from Carlsbad or wherever you're based.
1: Wow. Kristen is not mincing words here.
0: Kristen isn't. But like, for whatever reason, I trust Kristen. But I want to hear your your immediate feeling.
1: Well, my immediate feeling is that I trust Kristen as well because I relate to the statement. Oh my God, the glasses.
0: I just saw them because I was covering your face. Trey's now wearing like aviator. Feels like very Joe Biden to me now, the aviator for some reason. But I love it.
1: Do you get the reference? Here, what if I do this?
0: Is it like a men in black?
1: Yes! Woo! I'm holding up my spray hand sanitizer, but I'm using it like it's that (laughs) metal thing from Men in Black when they erase your memory.
0: Yes. Okay, anyway. Uh, So I trust
1: Kristen off the top because I agree with the statement that I'm open to being convinced. Same. So just strictly coming out and saying like, I don't believe, but like I'm open to like reviewing and making my own educated decision, Mm -hmm. but there was nothing to persuade me. So I take from that that Kristen is uh, level-headed. Right, they're not going to be judgmental. They're not going
0: in as a hater.
1: Right, they're willing to weigh the options and like consider. They've driven
0: an hour to get there.
1: I think that using the word tragic in the subject (laughs) is so funny. Yes, and literally saying just the like if I were to pull a sentence out of this one star that I Uh think is like the death blow, (laughs) it's literally this three-word sentence. Okay. They provide nothing. Yeah. Oof, that's tough. Yeah, especially coming off of the statement that makes me think Kristen is level headed and they're not going here to be funny. They're not going here to like ridicule and be judgmental. Like they're actually like, yeah, yeah, like convince me, like tell me your side. Like if it feels like Kristen went in as an unbiased interviewer for their like school newspaper and then it's like, well, there's there's nothing here. You think I'm going to sit here and watch the Titanic?
0: Right. Or better yet, read, like, articles about the Titanic from third-party, like, third-generation people,
1: you know? So that's my question. Okay, so third-party accounts on the affidavits? Yeah. So where are the witnesses? And, like, where are the people from 1947?
0: That's Maybe they were abducted. I don't know. It sounds a little fishy.
1: Well, like, if we get into this, like, UFO conspiracy conversation, I, I do sort of think, well... Maybe it is all a little bit fishy. Like maybe the point that it's so bad is actually what should convince you that they are. It's so
0: bad. It's good. Maybe. I did have that thought. uh, I'm not going to lie when I was reading this. Like that's really weird. I mean, I similarly feel like I've heard about this in the zeitgeist, I haven't done a ton of research about the Roswell incident, but obviously like it's pop culture at this point, so we've all sort of heard Mm -hmm. about it. So I was super curious going into this to be like, oh, I wonder if I'm gonna learn something But I don't feel like I've learned anything. And I feel for Kristen in that frustration because I think I would feel similarly. Give me the deets. I want to like on the ground one on one interview with like Susie Jones, who lived down the street when everything went down. Where is Susie Jones?
1: Right. Like if you're going here because it's going to be one location that has a collection of all this information. Right. To leave there and feel like they have nothing. I mean, that's outrageous. Outrageous. What other museum would you possibly leave and and in the car ride home be like, well, that was terrible. I mean, that's crazy. Crazy. That was tragic. (laughs) That was tragic. My parents told me it's not worth it. And it Really wasn't. Like, that's crazy. All of these statements are really bad.
0: Oh, totally. I mean, this is definitely a damning review. And it's unfortunately for the UFO Museum, a pretty convincing damning review. I mean, listen, I think maybe there are some people that would sit there and read these articles. But I do think you're going to expect more than an article from a newspaper when you go to a museum. Like, isn't the museum supposed to have the X factor? Couldn't you probably find these articles online. I mean, what is special about a museum if it doesn't have unique information?
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking is like, I think of museums as like a collection of tangible physical items, not necessarily like you're going to sit at a library and read documents like, and yes, obviously go to a museum and there will be like newspapers and documents that you're reading and placards that you're reading. But it seems to me like a museum is immersive.
0: Right. Like, at very least, hypothetically speaking, there's not a lot of, like, artifacts that are available Mm, that are like, this is a alien skull, right? Right. But don't you think we could at least, like... I would like to know a history of how did we even start talking about aliens? Where did this conversation come from? Was this like, they were talking about this BC, you know what I mean? Like we saw carvings on the wall that indicate UFO. I don't know. Like, There's got to be some actual history to when we started having this conversation. What are examples of instances, maybe besides Roswell, where we thought we saw something? I mean, obviously, this review, let me look, was written in 2013. So it was a while ago. But, you know, right around the time of COVID, there was a UFO that NASA or whoever was just like, yep, that was a UFO. But like we were all so distracted with COVID that we were like ignoring the fact that they were aliens and that like the government or whoever was just like, yep, true, we don't know what that is. Moving on. So who knows, like maybe things have changed. I'm leaving like a little bit of a margin of error. I don't know where your review is dated. So it's possible. It's interesting to me that the overalls feel pretty high. You know, I when know. I was reading through the negative reviews, pretty much all of them felt like deal breakers. Like this is a mm. total tourist trap, not a lot of information, not high quality, something that is is not really worth your time. So for me, and again, I'm biased because I've been spending my time in the one review lane, but it's hard for me to believe that there could be a positive review. But clearly there are.
1: Well, okay, but so something you were just saying, yeah. so we've really like touched on how it really is lacking. So then, okay, how could they fill it if you don't have like the alien skull and you don't have the first person accounts? Like how, how could they be succeeding if like you can't have like metal from the spaceship? Like, right. I don't know. I'm I, like, what should they do? I don't know.
0: I just think that if you're going to have an entire museum dedicated to something, hire a PR agent, and get creative. I don't know. Figure something out. Like if this is your angle and this is your audience, make it. I mean, again, and it's not my thing. Like I don't love aliens, but. Make it some sort like. Remember, we read the review of like the was it the the what what did the, what do they have calling it the sex museum? The um,
1: I was literally just gonna say all of this. The mo sex,
0: sex. At mosex, it's like listen, it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but at the end of the day, there was like you know titties you could jump on. Things. You know right. what I mean? Like a dildo ball pit or some shit. Like there are things that you could certainly put in this museum in the world of aliens even if you wanted to have an entire wing dedicated to aliens in feature film right we're in a theater so maybe we talk about sci-fi writers and what that's like and where some of these people got their inspiration i don't know like there's a million ways we could go with this it doesn't really feel like we
1: took I any of
0: those creative routes right
1: right you really can expand the world especially since this is the international exactly. ufo museum and research like I'm also hearing, and I thought of Museum of Sex as well, because it's like expand on the world of what it is to be an unidentified flying object. Like have a bunch of photo ops with like alien stuff. Like have the inside of a spaceship. Like create a like create a world. (laughs) Like have the review queens present the UFO museum. Exactly. Well, this is also like, we're both feeling very convinced by Kristen, yes, because Kristen paints herself as someone who is coming in unbiased. So right. to me, I think that that really is the unique information here. The value is that Kristen puts me in her shoes. Like I'm instantly identifying with Kristen.
0: Totally. And piggybacking off of that, I think that even though Kristen had some zingers in there, to me it's not really coming off as shady so so to speak even though it is kind of you know damning if you want to say the necessity of this museum which one could yeah. say is a little bit shady but at the same time it feels like we're grounding everything in facts this is what you're seeing i really believe it like i really believe that if i went to this museum i'm just going to be seeing articles and a room where i can watch a full feature film which is not why i went to the museum
1: which i could find on youtube or right. on netflix exactly yeah i also think even if i was a hater I think I could read this review and be like, yeah, I, yeah, I hate it even more. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And even if, I do think even if I was a believer, I could read this and be like, well, I have to go because she probably missed it. Like, I really think Kristen, like, spells out in a way, as you said, that feels truthful because it's sort of against what the museum is, but it isn't like making low blows. It's really just saying like, like I left with nothing. Totally. I mean, do you think that's typical? I think, I mean, it seems like the overall scores on all of these websites seem to be three and a half and above, which is I
0: know. Well, that's that's wild. where I'm struggling because, and again, we'll see when we when we get into the five star, but. I was living in this land and as I was going through these one stars, I was just thinking, what? And I I purposely, when we do this, just to let fill you guys in, I don't really read the flip side because I don't want to like accidentally read Trey's review and then be biased. So I'm purposely just staying in my lane. So I really wasn't looking at the other side clearly, you know, in terms of is this common or not? I feel I don't feel like I could sign off on saying that this is common because I know that there are five star experiences. So there must be people out there that are enjoying this. This is not the type of place that has like 20 reviews, as you said in the top. You know, we got thousands of reviews on Google, which Google itself curates from a lot of different sources, as we know. So, therefore, that feels like there must be people that have an experience that differs from Kristen.
1: Right. And I also just, for crowning, like keeping in mind that this is from 2013, and most museums do have updates and they do have refurbishings. And so, like, I think I would take that into account, as you mentioned in a different episode, like, if I'm going to an experience, like I want to read reviews that are closer that are to the year that I'm going because it's yes. probably going to be more indicative. Yes. I that's think true. Kristen sprinkled some humor in. I did get some jokes. I mean, some ha I I like how at the end, sh- and naturally you and I were spitballing ideas too, but Kristen ends the review with, how about doing this? How about right. providing this? How about this? Like, right. it's kind of comical, but it is also sort of, like, I don't even think that's shady. I think it is sort of like, you could have won me over and you didn't. Like, right. it feels disappointing.
0: The distance that you would have had to travel to get me to not write a one-star review right. wasn't that far, and you didn't, well, you
1: failed. Well, I think that's the major impact is that I feel that Kristen was disappointed, not yeah. angry, not, yeah. you know, like, and I think that is why I feel like she's being rational. Agree. And her disappointment makes me feel like, oh, well, I don't want to be disappointed, which right. then psychologically makes me think she's being, truthful that it might be accurate. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then ultimately, the impact of this review for me is I got to say, verdict, skip it. I mean, I'm with Kristen after reading this review, which to be fair, I wasn't somebody that was super enthusiastic about going in the first place. So it's not going to push me one way or the other. But I do think the final impact for me is
1: strong. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, especially since Kristen starts with I was told to skip it and I did that. So now here I am telling you, just skip it. Yeah, this
0: is a um, historical issue, I guess.
1: I mean, I think I could crown Kristen.
0: I think I can crown Kristen. Let's do it.
1: Okay. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another's flying saucers. <gasps> we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. The number one leading cause of pain after drinking is hangovers. Did you know that two-thirds of the U.S. population suffer from hangovers? Did you also know that suffering is a thing of the past when you use Smart Patches? Smart Patches contains a scientifically formulated blend of vitamins, folic acid, minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes, which naturally aids your body in processing alcohol efficiently and effortlessly. Smart Patches are small, discreet, and comfortable to wear and fully water and sweatproof, Designed to stay on while enjoying the pool, out in the sun, or during a workout. When you use our promo code QUEEN15, you get 15% off your purchase. So go ahead, try it today and put hangovers back in the 1950s with promo code QUEEN15 at smartpatches.com
0: total school okay i was torn trey's holding up four and a half crowns i'm holding up four crowns why four and a half crowns for kristen trey
1: you know i this is almost queenly for me yeah because I don't think that the distance and time is Kristen's fault. But right. I think as far as effectiveness, I would want to do more research of closer to today to see if there are new exhibits or if anything has changed. If the museum read the review and took any of it to, you know, that sort of like, but that's not really Kristen's fault. But Kristen also did not attach picture and mm. I just think that Kristen's very convincing because yes. they don't come across emotional. They come across disappointed. And they also say, like, I was open, and this was just really lame. And yeah, that's gonna be hard for me to forget. So I said four and a half. I really just took the half off because I would I would continue to do research. This would not be the deal breaker for me. It right. would be like the deal break, but not the deal breaker. You know, like I yeah. would continue to do a little more research. So I said four and a half, but Kristen, really solid, solid, solid. Why did you say four?
0: I said four. I was really, I, sh- I feel like maybe I should have gone four and a half. I was waffling back and forth. You sort of convinced me there at the end because I, I was going to say I took half a crown off for the length of time being far out. So is this a valuable review of today? Not sure. So that was the half crown, but you're right. That's not really Kristen's fault. This was a super solid review. I took the other half off because maybe Kristen is biased. She went into this experience already being told by somebody that it was going to be bad. I think it is hard to come back from that. You know, like I think an opportunity really has to be spectacular for you to enjoy something that somebody has already told you is a waste of time. So, that was why I decided not to go full review queen. But I think that Kristen is pretty stellar. I really liked Kristen's voice. I found her very convincing. I believed her right away. I liked the line that Kristen was skirting on the shadiness scale, right? We can give constructive feedback even a little bit cheeky constructive feedback and still not be shady so I really like that that tight rope that I felt like Kristen was walking and for that reason Four Crowns really solid review in my opinion
1: yeah I get it yeah all right well oh I mean I know the five star and I'm already feeling icky well let's take a break yeah before we discuss the flip side of the UFO museum shall we I love
0: it yes BRB Hold your crown. We'll be right back.
1: Time, nice. All right, Chelsea. Yeah, it was my turn to make a game, and today, okay, I created a brand new game for you and our listeners okay. that I am calling UF No or UF Don't Know. Ooh, okay, okay. I so like today, I have stolen questions. Well, let me just say, not stolen, today's questions are courtesy of the website UsefulTrivia.com. So Chelsea, I'm going to ask you eight questions about UFOs, and you'll either UF know them, or UF don't know them. Is this like an honor system? no so i have eight questions okay and they all have multiple choice answers
0: okay. so you'll
1: tell me a b c d
0: and then you'll tell you'll tell me if i uf knowed or if i uf didn't know
1: correct don't know not didn't know copy i worked UF really don't. hard on this title
0: yes i love it got it
1: okay and then because this is from useful there's like essay answers so i'm just gonna like give the brief give the briefs yeah okay great so are you ready chelsea are you ready to play
0: i feel like i'm getting like flashback pop quiz sweats but i'm ready
1: all right here we are okay this is actually something you touched on okay a moment ago okay when was the earliest known okay ufo sighting Do you UF know or UF don't know? Okay. Here are your choices. Okay. 1200 BC, 100 BC, 1086, or 1941? 100 BC? Am I wrong? That's correct.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay.
1: Yes, so uh, the earliest known report of a UFO sighting was by someone named Julius Obsequinus, a Roman writer in 100 BC. He claimed to have seen, quote unquote, things like ships Mm. in the sky over Italy.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: And this is very random, but some people also believe that the Old Testament book of Ezekiel contains a reference to a UFO sighting. Okay. The quote from Ezekiel is, I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lighting and surrounded by a brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal, and in the fire was what looked like four living creatures, (gasps) Ezekiel 1, 4 through 5. Wow, interesting. Weird, right? Yeah. All right, so you got one right. Good job. Okay,
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: Okay, our next one. Do you UF know or UF don't know? Okay. Where is Area 51? California, Nevada, New Mexico, or Colorado? New Mexico? Oh
0: no. Was it California?
1: That's <laughs> Arizona? <laughs> All right, well you've gotten 3 wrong now and there's only 8 questions. <laughs> Colorado? <laughs> no, it's not ne- it's Nevada. Nevada, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Area 51, which is sometimes referred to as Dreamland, uh-huh. Um, is a secret military facility located about ninety miles north of Las Vegas.
0: I feel like I should have known that. That was stupid, but whatever.
1: Basically it's just like this is like it's a secret to Americans and like for military reasons, and so therefore there's like eight hundred billion bajillion conspiracy theories around it. Right. Okay. Area fifty one. Wow. Well, well, I didn't okay. know. Okay. Well, you're tied even though you guessed you for kept guessing one. wrong. But yes. it's okay. No,
0: I I UF yeah. don't know any of these, but I'm I'm UF guessing.
1: I think you're going to UF get it. Okay. Thanks. All right. Number three. During World War II, oh, yeah. US pilots began reporting odd balls of light or shiny metallic spheres that could fly circles around their planes. What were these UFOs called? Do you UF know or UF don't know? Is it A, pilot lights, B, Missionary lights. Chelsea's face is so indignantly like she doesn't know no and she's getting idea. so mad. Okay. <laughs> oh, C. No. Sidecar spots. Oh my god. Or D. Foo Fighters.
0: Foo Fighters? Oh my god. I kind of hope it's that. But I don't think it is. Oh geez. Oh man. I'm gonna say Foo Fighters. Screw it. Not because it's right. But just because... It's- it's right. It is right. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, they had to name themselves after something, right? <gasps> I uh, wonder if it is. Right? I don't know. They I gotta must. go to that
1: Wikipedia. <laughs> All right. So actually this is true. During World War II, US pilots began reporting these quote unquote oddballs of light or shiny metallic spheres that could fly circles around their plane. That's a quote. The UFOs came to be called foo fighters. British and German pilots also reported seeing these strange lights, and each side thought that they were some sort of secret weapon developed by their enemy. Mm, but the phenomenon has never been explained. Interesting. Scary. Scary stuff. All right, so okay. you were two to one so far. Good job. Okay, thanks. Whew. All right, next one. Around the time of the solar eclipse of July 11th, 1991... What city experienced a wave of UFO sightings? Ooh. Do you UF know or UF don't know? Is it A, Las Vegas? B, Beijing? C, Mexico City? Or D, Hong Kong?
0: Oh, God. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why I'm saying this, but Mexico
1: City? <gasps> I hate you. <laughs> Ah, Jesse, <laughs> you're doing so good. Yes. Oh, my God. It is Mexico City. So, during the solar eclipse of July 11th, 1991, Mexico City experienced a wave of UFO sightings. According to hundreds of eyewitnesses, where are their testimonies at the UFO Museum? Kristen, <laughs> right? Wants to know. Hello. A very bright object hovered over Mexico City for almost. 30 minutes wow before during and after crazy. the eclipse and was videotaped by 17 people in different parts of the city wow oh yeah. crazy. so that's kind of scary. creepy okay we have three more here we oh, go goodness.
0: okay am i gonna get a passing grade i don't know
1: well yeah you're I three mean, listen to one. there's
0: three th- this could go either way i'm not getting cocky Okay, here we go. Okay.
1: What was the name of the U.S. Air Force's 22-year investigation into the existence of UFOs? Do you UF know or UF don't know? A. Was it Project Condor? B. Project Majestic? C. Project Blue Book? Oh or D. X-Files? Oh my god. Jeez Louise. X-Files? yeah project majestic (laughs) you got two more you want to keep guessing (gasps) condor blue book (laughs) what the hell i'll give you one more try project blue book yeah so it's project blue book okay it was um A U.S. Air Force investigation that lasted 22 years based out of the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. They, like, investigated hundreds of UFO reports. So, from 1948 to 1969. I should have
0: known. That's, like, the least, like, conspicuous of all of them.
1: Number six. Here we go. What U.S. president once reported seeing a UFO? Oh, my God. Okay. Do you U.F. know or U.F. don't know? Don't. Definitely. Was it A. Jimmy Carter. B. Ronald Reagan Yikes. C. John F. Kennedy's what well, Kennedy's <laughs> John F. Kennedy's John F. Kennedy or D. Lyndon B. Johnson I don't know Johnson You being so upset and just shaking your head and, and resignedly saying Johnson Ha <laughs>
0: <laughs> ha that's really funny. He seems the most alien-like. I don't know. What were the other options?
1: Uh, Carter, Reagan, or Kennedy?
0: Reagan? Carter. God but that doesn't darn count. Darn it. I know, I know.
1: Okay, Okay. so it is documented that in October, although some sources say it was January of 1969, Jimmy Carter observed a UFO in the skies near Leary in southwestern Georgia.
0: If you're listening and you know this stuff, like I'm recruiting you for my trivia team because I don't know any of this shit.
1: (laughs) All right, we have two more. Here we go. What is the name of the rancher who many ufologists believe discovered the wreckage of a UFO in July 1947 on his land in Roswell, New Mexico?
0: God, okay.
1: Do UF know or UF don't know? Jesse Marcel, Roger Ramey, George Wilcox, or Mac Brazell? Oh
0: my god, Trey. Wilcox? My,
1: my luck is out. For Zay? Chelsea, it was in the intro. It was? Yeah, I said the guy's name. Remember? I was probably looking for my review. Remember I said his nickname? I'm so- Don't scroll the script! <laughs> See I really you. lost. You sneak. Who was it? it? Went, it's Mac Brazil. Oh Mac! So I saw you sneaky little goose. You just your whole <laughs> facial expression changed, gosh. and then I you saw your, your hand go down to your mouth. You little sneak, Mac
0: WW Mac. I almost yeah. said that. It's so hard for me to remember. No, you Mac.
1: didn't. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you said wilcox and then you said we ah! you
0: didn't okay well you know it's hard for me to remember all of them maybe if i had them written down
1: <sighs> all right. Josie. oh okay, my god okay. you're the one that made up that trader joe's review where you're like south yeah. dakota south carolina new hampshire dakota massachusetts, massachusetts mississippi that game
0: that was that I was have... a lot to hear and remember Okay. Well, I was just giving you
1: states. <laughs>
0: okay, whatever.
1: <sighs> Where we're like literally fighting over the game. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Give me the last one. I <sighs> failed. Okay. Well, my you best you my best die. shot is
0: at fifty percent. Okay.
1: You're gonna get this one because it's easiest. Okay, okay. Here we go. Well, now <laughs> you've
0: jinxed it. All right. Uh, <laughs> still fighting. Okay, it's fine. (sighs) Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. What explanation was offered to explain a UFO sighting near Kyoto, Japan in 1235? Do you UF know or UF don't know? How the hell do you think I would know this? (laughs) (laughs) Listen to the answers. Okay. (laughs) To be fair, I didn't know any of these either, but this one I think you'll get. Okay. Okay. Did they say it was a, a comet? B a fire breathing bird. C angry gods or D wind blowing the stars about
0: a comet?
1: <laughs> Am I wrong?
0: <laughs> the the bird <laughs> it couldn't be the wind. So what was the other one?
1: Wait. Wait! No! It was, it was the, wind. the wind. Oh my
0: God! <laughs> How could the wind blow the stars about? That's why it doesn't How make, does any sense. make any sense. Oh, does September twenty fourth? It the wind oh, well, blowing
1: the stars? <laughs> well, to me, I thought that sounded the most practical. God. Not a fire-breathing bird, like a comet pulled from. I thought it was
0: clearly a comet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god. This was so much funnier than I thought oh, it would be.
0: God. Well,
1: thanks for well, I hope that you're not going I hope you don't no, don't internalize any of this. Thank you. Okay. You and I don't know anything about UFOs. I did not know any of
0: them either. Well, to be fair, I UF don't know any of those things. So, the fact that I UF knew 3 is actually kind of a victory when you
1: think about it. It that is way. it is, I would say. Right. And you knew enough to where I think I think you're an alien.
0: I definitely don't think I'm an alien.
1: Chelsea's an alien. Well, all right. You know what? We can't all be winners and we can't all be losers. And you're neither because you're Chelsea Don and we love you regardless. Oh, thank you.
0: Listeners, did you beat my score? If you did, call in. 1850 Review Zero. Let us know. Review that review. All right. We are back from that rousing game break, and it is Trey's turn. Yay!
1: All right. Here we go. The flip side of the quota. So, yes, I today brought in the five-star review. My source is Yelp.com, and this review was written by Stone Z.
0: Stones. Okay. Let's hear it.
1: Well... Chelsea, it's officially time for our special announcement. (gasps) Yes. Okay. So Chelsea and I are very excited to share that starting today, we are going to be splitting our versus episodes between the main show and our after show. So if you listener want to hear the flip side, then you got to join our Patreon. Patreon. That's right. Not to alienate
0: any of our listeners, but if you haven't joined us over on Patreon yet, then make today the day. ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon.
1: Yes, that's right. We've made this decision, listeners, for a number of reasons. We have heard multiple requests to bring back the Merrill go round so
0: we are bringing back the Marrow go for the Versus episode on Patreon.
1: Yeah, and we really do want to continue to offer more things of value for all of our members on Patreon. And this feels like a fun and natural way to do that.
0: Plus, we want to focus on more digestible offerings without skimping on Diving Deep. And we're very aware that the Versus episodes are our most in-depth, and we hope that splitting them will add to the mystery and the fun.
1: So yes, fun. This is exciting. This is our big announcement. So please, won't you join us on this next evolution of our show? We're so thrilled.
0: We love our members over at Patreon. We love all you guys. We love all our listeners. But we want to give a little something more, so... Come on, join us. ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon.
1: Woo! Woo! Well, that's it. We did it. We have done it, Queen. That is another round on the RUARQ Ferris wheel of one side of our versus episode.
0: That is right. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend or an alien.
1: If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy or an alien enemy. <laughs>
0: If you'd like to support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate, where even a dollar tip is much appreciated.
1: Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com so you can stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom.
0: Hit up our voice mailbox, 1-850-REVIEW-0. Did you beat me in the game? Let us know. You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD, and that's Chelsea with a Y.
1: And I am at Trey Gerald. To hear or watch this five-star review for the UFO Museum on this week's After Show Companion podcast, then you got to join our Patreon page over at ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon so that you can find out what made Chelsea say.
0: I just feel like with UFOs and aliens, we could go sexy
1: and we're missing the mark.
0: I think the aliens would be offended, personally. And to find out what made Trey say...
1: It's very disturbing that they're wearing hats, but they're not wearing any clothes. Oh, and also remember...
0: Ignore the haters. You're a freaking alien queen. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Uh, you're a gender non-specific freaking alien queen.
0: <laughs> That's right. See you on the Patreon. Bye!
1: Bye! Ooh, I'm flying into space. If you don't join the Patreon,
0: then you, UF don't know.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by me with voice of her talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Canozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. That was fun. What do you think aliens talk like?
0: I think they talk like how Mm -hmm. dolphins Mm -hmm. talk you know like there's like a a, some sort of sonar is that a word thing that only they can hear and we can't either that or like with those like um like two cups (laughs)
1: like two solo cups (laughs) and a string
0: (laughs) yes (laughs) exactly that's how I want to picture aliens. That that like, makes aliens a little bit less scary to think of them in that context.
1: This actually works out really well because my five-star review has eight photos. So we'll actually get to watch oh. and look at them together on the after show. So this works oh, out really exciting.
0: well. exciting. Can't wait. Let's do it. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. You gotta know. You gotta know. Join the Patreon. Join do you believe? The Patreon. Do
1: are you believe. a believer? have nothing to provide Patreon. Patreon. science Patreon. fair <laughs> we right never there. talked about the science fair i thought that was so funny
0: oh right we forgot to talk well we'll talk about it in the after show okay bye okay bye